All right, we're live. All right. Yay. Hello. Hi. How you doing? Hey. Hi. Hi. We've made it. We made it yeah. to the next gen. Yeah. We're here. An entire gen has passed since the last show. Since the Who's last show, it's amazing. Yeah. Who's excited? Raise up. Show of hands. I've had four game consoles show up <laughs> in the last Sad. week. I'm happy for the people that this means something to, for sure. I am happy for them. Uh, I'm sad so that I can't take part in the one thing I want right now, uh, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it was not worth the price in the end either way. Even if I could have gotten one, I don't know that it's worth the price to buy a console from one game right now. <laughs> so, John, are you finally excited about the new console? No, nope, because neither of them are here yet. I don't know what to do about getting an Xbox, and my PlayStation is currently in shipping limbo. So, oh, oh fuck, crazy! Are you with Walmart, by chance? Best Buy. They said they oh, told me the sixteenth. Okay. Now they're saying the seventeenth, and I wouldn't be surprised if it got moved farther. Oh, oh man, that's crazy. I've heard people yeah. having that problem with Walmart specifically. That's why. Yeah, I I've asked. heard Walmart because apparently they're using Canada Post, and that's why uh, there's like oh. no guarantee, and like things have just been delayed. I've also heard oh. some companies are are not even shipping them in like covered boxes, so it's very clearly a box that says PlayStation Five or Xbox on it. So it's you know, I heard that as well, but I also heard that get debunked. Okay, that got debunked, here. and that's better. But like, well, because that was a lot of people were saying that about uh, Target down here. And um, and then I saw a lot of like tweets saying, oh, no, I've been contacting Target. And they said that was just a miscommunication. We're covering the packages. Yada, yada. Oh, thank God. Yeah. I'm sure it probably changes based on where you are. And especially in different yeah. countries, it could be a whole different thing. Yeah. Even just like a um, shitty employee just not doing their job properly could do it. So who knows? Yeah, I've had pretty good luck with my shipping. I I. For the four consoles, I went with three different retailers, um, Walmart uh, for the PS5 and one of the Series X's, Microsoft Store for the Series S, and Amazon for the Series X. Amazon showed up here first. Um, that makes so sense. So as far as I'm concerned, next time there's a console, I'm going Amazon because they show up the earliest. Sure. <laughs> makes sense. Microsoft Store was next. Um Walmart was the latest. Um, I don't know why. I guess just FedEx was, is slower. Um, I'm assuming everyone is slower than Amazon using kind of like their own people. Uh, I don't know what um, uh, Microsoft used, but sure. Um, yeah, yeah no, I was I was watching the page all day because I was like, "Where's this PS5?" It got the PS5 showed up the latest of all of them. It showed up around like four thirty, whereas the other ones had all been here by like two on on Tuesday. Okay. Cool. That sucks for you, John, man. My heart goes out to you. I I would be crawling up the wall if I was in your shoes, man. I, yeah. Like, I picked up four games. The only ones I'm really clamoring for are Yakuza and uh, and Miles Morales, so. Yeah. What are the other, what are the other two, just for? The other two I picked up were Sackboy and uh, Demon's Souls. Okay. All right. So I, thought, I thought Devil May Cry 5 was out uh, on the next gens. Apparently, it's the physical is December 1st. So, Oh. Oh, is it out digitally? I think it's supposed to be day one digital, I thought. 
I don't know. I wasn't following it, so I, I don't actually know. I think so, because they were saying with the Xbox, that was a big thing, right? That you could play it the day of release on Xbox or whatever, so it's probably digital only. Okay. What's the uh, what's the plan for the Xbox, though? Because you don't even have an order. Are you, are you just, like, just checking every morning or something? What are you doing? I don't know. Eventually, they'll just be easy to find, so I'll probably just wait till then. Uh, I'm right now I'm on a waiting list at my local EB. They, uh, <clears throat> they just call you whenever they've got one in for you. Uh, right now I'm on page halfway down page three. Oh, each page, wow. each page had about 50 names on it probably. <clears throat> uh, oh, but that's better than that's the rough. PlayStation five list, which was on page nine when I was there. Yeah, I bet. Yep. PS5 seems pretty crazy with people trying mm-hmm. to get it. They're, they were still, but they were putting, uh, they were doing timed drops on like Walmart.com today, every like three <clears> hours, <throat> and the site would break every. Like I just trying to, I just kind of logged in just to see like, what's this going like? Couldn't even get to Walmart.com when it was planned to go on sale. Yeah. Um. Well, before we get into it, let's just do, do the introductions real quick. This is the top down perspective. Uh, for. Uh, November 12th, happy PlayStation Day, happy happy new console week. Um, I'm Sean Booker. <coughs> um, Paul Fleck. John Wheeler. Um, I, I feel like I, I feel like I'll go first because uh, I got all the new stuff. Is that is that OK? Yeah, no, I'll go, go first. I played okay. Maneater. It's, I'm done it. That's it. That's all I played. Go on. Okay. All right. I'll go next. Uh, I sure. played Hyrule Warriors still. That's still Hyrule Warriors. I played Family Feud 2021. It has Twitch integration for some weird reason. I'm going to fuck around with it later. <laughs> I'm done. That sounds great. Do they actually put the like the actual hosts in these? No. No. So who do they, you get? They, like, they make up a host. What, who, what's the host's name? Oh, shit. I don't remember. I was telling people last night when I was in call with them. It, uh, Does he kiss every woman? No. His arm clips through all the Sims that you can play as. Oh, just like Steve Harvey. Yes, exactly. That's exactly the show. That's where they got that one from. Yeah. Okay. That's all I played. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't want to rush you guys. If you guys want to talk. No, literally, that was that was it. Okay. The end of Maneater is fucking great. It's worth uh, it's worth seeing. That story mode is hilarious. That's all I have to say. I don't want to spoil it, honestly. All right. Cool. I do. I used to want to play that. That game just feels like <laughs> yeah. it'll come to Game Pass at some point. That's my guess. That would be a great Game Pass game for sure. It's like it's like that. And, and it's that Fast and Furious game that I don't want yeah. to put money down for. Like, I really <laughs> oh. want to see it because I understand it's like the worst game of the year. Um, I do have another quick one uh, that yeah. Hot Pursuit remaster or whatever. I played that with friends. It was very fun. OK, good time. Nice. Yeah, there, yeah that's it's on that my, same uh, game. Literally same game. So good. Yeah, I would I mean I'd hope so. That's on my like Black Friday list. There yeah, there's already like some up. prices coming up, and so it's like, yeah, that guy, I could wait like two weeks to save almost half on it, sure. It's very, very mm-hmm. good. Uh crossplay works pretty flawlessly. We were playing on PC with people from play on PlayStation from what it seemed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good time. Nice, glad to hear yeah. that. Yeah, that's um, pretty much it though. So, all right, I got the new consoles. Feel, please, please ask me some questions about them, and I'll, I'll answer everything. Uh, but I'll, I can just kind of start with some of the games I've been talking about. Um, or actually, let me let me start with the consoles themselves. The Xbox is way easier to set up than the PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. 
um, how so physically and from like a user interface oh. standpoint. Um, okay. The PlayStation Five is comically large. <laughs> it looks. <laughs> I've so been weird. hearing this. It just. I've heard it's I, just gigantic. It is insane. I have it behind my TV because that's the only place it'll fit. I have a big TV and it still looks huge. Like I don't know what I need to put this thing beside for it to finally feel small. But it it's not in my apartment. There's nothing. It's you know, you know it's it's got to start paying rent at this point, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> if it's going to take up that much space. Um, the Xbox is, is so easy because since it's the same dashboard and everything, it's basically like, I'm kind of just plugging in my Xbox one X again, and it's just, it runs better now. Um, oh, okay. So, I mean, that's good and bad. The bad side is like the Xbox doesn't feel as next Jenny as the PlayStation because it is so similar. Like I'm, you know, you get, I get flashbacks to when I upgraded from my Xbox one S to my xbox one x where it's like this doesn't really feel that much different but the load times are way better so that's cool um and i guess i got 4k now that and that's nice too yada yada but because there's not like such a huge shift it's it's less exciting than the ps5 um sure i also set them both up using the phones app um which just made everything crazy easy because it had all my settings from the old consoles and it just like put them in there and i didn't have to set anything really i think the only settings i really did was like tune your hdr that was about it the uh the xbox defaulted to like they both kind of defaulted to like d- really dark for some reason um so i'm kind of glad i did jump in for those settings uh what else can i say i'm I, kind of out of these obviously i i've played with the xbox much more than the ps5 i've had the ps5 for a total of two hours one of which uh was me just kind of setting up stuff and downloading things i have one question about, about the ps5 specifically yeah. You put in the disc the opposite way you think you would because somebody I was watching put in a disc upside down because that's how like they usually would put in a disc and they had to take it out, put it back in uh, the other way. Okay. First question. What's a disc? Uh, <laughs> okay. You, Wrong person. Why would, ask. Even, why would I even do that? All right. I'll oh, ask John. Here's the real question. Did you get the digital only or the actual or the normal one? I got <laughs> that's that's a, I feel like the, the wording is a little loaded there (laughs) so did you get the bad one or the good one um i have the disc version okay so you got the good one (laughs) now it's the good one not even the well well, now here's the here's the fucking thing though like i like i said when they revealed it i think they definitely the design was meant to be the digital one that's the one that they wanted you to buy visually because the disc drive Mm. just looks awkward in like the promo pictures but yeah like i I feel like i'll even say you have the disc drive I'll even say um, the with the Xboxes. I think both consoles, the discless version looks the best. Mm. Mm. The Xbox Series X is a big boy. It is that is a thick boy compared to the PS5. He's a small boy, but you know, compared to the rest <laughs> of my stuff, he's a thick boy. He's got two C's. Um, I can fit him in the shelf though, so that's I appreciate that. I thank him for that. Sure. Um, whereas the PS5's out here being like, no, you're gonna find a spot for me. And you're going to meet me on my terms, whereas the Xbox, you know, there's there's a there's a handshake there. There's a there's a respect. Uh, there's a mutual respect, I should say. Um, but that the Series S, that thing is tiny, man. It's smaller than the One <clears throat> X. That is a small box that is next gen. Like, it's kind of crazy what that what Microsoft did, I think. 
It'd be kind of nice if like all of them were like that. It'd be nice if my PC was like that. I wish everything was just like easily fittable in a shelf or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is <laughs> like it, it almost makes you think, you know, like Mac minis, how those are just like crazy yeah. small. For, yeah, it's it's not that small. Like it, it is nowhere near that small. Let me just say that. Right. But it's kind of the same idea of just like this is doing a lot for how small it is. And it is like it is punching with some of these like towers, like the, what you would actually think uh, a computer should be the size of and whatnot. Sure. Um, anyways, let me uh, let me talk about some hardware, tra- uh, some storage transfer. Uh, so to get my new my games across, I didn't want to re-download everything because uh, games are like a hundred gigs now. That would just eat up yeah. everything. Yeah. Um, I also <clears throat> I also didn't want to do network transfer, which I have done when I did the PS4 to the PS4 Pro. Uh, it just kind of took a while. Didn't want that to happen, so I, I went with an external drive this time. Um, which was nice. The Xbox, uh, you can turn, you can put it into like sleep mode and it'll still transfer, which is really great. However, so I had Watch Dogs, I had Assassin's Creed, I had like all my games downloaded and on the external drive. I basically just took everything from my Series X, copied them over um, onto the external drive, copied them onto the Series X. Once you, once you copy them back onto the Series X, you have to initiate each game before it'll pull down the op- the series x optimization optimized version of them hmm. so okay even though i had 50 gigs of assassin's creed valhalla on there when i went to play it it was like oh hang on you should download the series x version here's another right. 46 gigs Ugh. so it's like a patch or something that it puts on it's it, like right? a patch i don't care <coughs> that like obviously it has to download more that just makes sense to yeah. me there's no way the sure. xbox one will have given me the series x version that yeah. that would just be weird right. what i didn't like is that i had to manually be like okay you 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 please start you like i i had to go in and and what and what sucks about that is i don't know every single game are they optimized yet so do i just oh. have to go in and hit a on every single game and and sometimes <laughs> the game will boot or sometimes it'll be like oh hang on here's a patch for you that sucks i got like you yeah. know 35 games downloaded or something like that i don't want to do that <clears throat> It does seem weird that it couldn't just like automate that process of checking the game library yeah, for that. Yeah, that and which is odd because it does auto updates, it does auto patches. Why can't it be like, oh, we see you have Assassin's Creed Valhalla now? Here we go. Here's your thing. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, so I haven't played Valhalla yet. I haven't played um, the Watch Dogs with the new uh, Series X stuff yet. That stuff took just forever to download on launch day because I was also playing it at the same time. Sure. Um, so what? As, okay. So before I get into games again, let me talk about the transfer from PlayStation. I still haven't done it because you cannot turn off the PlayStation Five when it is copying games, and I can't just have my TV okay. going at all times. Also, when I turned off the TV, I think it turned off the PlayStation. <clears throat> yeah, that's probably oh, a setting because yeah. the Switch has that setting, and you can disable it. So I'm going to assume I so. I have to, it's I have to look into that because my PS4 did not have that setting. And I don't know why that setting would have swapped when I transferred all my settings over. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't played a ton with the PS5 yet, so I kind of have to sit down and really go through it. And it's a whole new dashboard, so I know a lot less compared to the the Xbox, where I just, I know it like the back of my hand at this point. I've been using it for months. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so first game I did end up playing with my Series X uh, was Tetris Effect, because it was the smallest new game to download. Yeah. Uh, so Tetris Effect Connected, is out launched the game it's on game pass tetris effect is still really good um i do miss yeah. the vr uh, not enough for me to 
plug in my PS4, set up the headset, yada, yada. Um, sure. But I do, you know, I have fond memories of being in VR and playing Tetris. Tetris Effect is still Tetris Effect. I do want to talk about the the multiplayer because that's what's new. Right. And Paul, you said you had played some Tetris Effect. Um, yeah. Did like you play any of the ago. multiplayer? No, I haven't dived into that yet. Is Wait, okay, so it, do you need to be like friends with somebody to play it or can you do like a matchmaking thing? You can do matchmaking. Okay. I could have then. I just didn't yeah. even think about it. So there are four multiplayer modes, and I'm going to talk to the, talk about them from least to most interesting. Okay. Uh, the least interesting is just like one-on-one basic original ass Tetris. You can't even hold a piece. There's barely any effects kind of going on. I'm playing local. It's just Tetris. Uh-huh. Uh, then there is like pretty much Tetris effect playing against each other where you can like go into zone slow down time yada yada you're sending um garbage blocks at each other really like that one um on top of that is uh also like just score you going against the person score attack yada yada sure. i actually think i like the zone one better i should have put that one sec third the fourth and the best multiplayer mode is called connected and this is what i think this is because it has the subtitle this is the show this is extremely cool this is a three-person co-op multiplayer Tetris game mm-hmm. where it's you and person three-person versus an AI boss. And what you're doing oh. is you're all, all... So there's four games of Tetris going on at once. You're, you're playing your, your lane. When the boss clears a row, they do like an attack on you, which can be like no hard drops. Here's some garbage. Here's just random blocks in the air that you have to kind of mo- navigate around. You know, here it'll mess you up in somehow, right? <clears throat> Uh-huh. But once you and your two partners have c- collected enough zone, your three boards combine into one board. And now you are playing zone mode against a- across a three Tetris wide thing. So you can go onto their side and help c- like make the lines that are going across all three. Yeah, that's really cool. Oh, it is. It is so fucking cool. And and every time it goes into that, like the beat drops or like the chorus starts on the song and it's just like, oh, and it's and you can see where they're like planning to put their next block. So you can be like, okay, they're planning to go there. So I won't go there next. I'm going to do this one. And you're and then so you make a giant zone and then you do a big attack with all this garbage on the boss. And you have to you have to fight three bosses in one progression to kind of clear a, 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 an air, like a like a, a level or whatever that's my one downside is these matches kind of go for a while i kind of sure. wish it was just i want to fight one boss but you have to do a set of three because i've lost on that third boss like two or three times now and it just hmm. starts you over um there's 12 bosses in total oh it's so cool holy smokes it's so cool it went from that like tetris effect tetris effect was already really cool and like connected is not just oh we added multiplayer no they added connected mode and you need to pay attention um, that's neat i like so it. yeah definitely check that out uh john you should check that out on your xbox one x i guess you could it's it's on there too so i mean i think all the versions of tetris effect are getting that dlc so i have it on ps4 right next year though right oh i thought it was like next month I think it's I don't know if it's next month. I know it's definitely not day and date. Um maybe it is next month. Either way, you should check out connected mode. It is super cool. Um I, I was kind of shocked how cool it was, but yeah, it's it's very cool. That sounds great. 
Um, all right, other games I played. Uh, Overcooked, All You Can Eat. This surprise just dropped day one on Xbox. This is Overcooked 1 and 2 with some new characters and some new kitchens. Uh, in 4K, 60 frames a second, everything's online, which means this is the first time Overcooked 1 has online co-op, which that was kind of the big sell for me. It's just more Overcooked to play with my friend who we've played like all Overcooked together. Um, it, I, don't, I don't have a ton to say with Overcooked except for the fact that every time you get an achievement, it disconnects you. There's like a Great. weird bug right now. <laughs> and I've seen a few people on Reddit talking about this. Even locally, it'll just disconnect the second player for a second. You have to like hit A and join game again. It's super weird. Uh, we also had some weird lag with um, playing online, which we've never had before with like Overcooked 2. So it's a little buggy. Um, but I'm just excited to have more Overcooked. Overcooked is fantastic. It's definitely one of my favorite multiplayer games ever. Um, okay, this one that, not... Sean, I looked it up. Uh, summer 2021 is when it comes to the other systems for free. <sighs> yeah, like I thought. Uh, you should play the Xbox version. Oh, and you know, if you have Game Pass. You have to get Game Pass, I guess. <clears throat> um, okay, uh, before we move on to the PlayStation, I played Knights and Bikes on uh, the Xbox. Okay. That finally came to yeah. Game Pass. I've been waiting for, to play that game for a while. Um, and I just needed it? To, to basically come to Xbox. Uh, this is a double fine adventure game where it's a two player co-op game where you're these two kids uh, running around with bikes, just doing silly stuff. Uh, it is extremely double fine. Like I actually f- had completely forgotten it was double fine. And I was like, this just seems like a double fine game and it's a double fine presents. So they're publishing it. So it just kind of fits right in with uh, kind of right. their catalog. <clears throat> it's kind of weird because there's like a lack of music. So it's it's like a weirdly quiet game. Um. Not hmm. not from like a tone effect, like you wouldn't expect it. Like it almost seems like it's missing some music. Uh, but either way, uh, you know, if you're looking for a fun co-op game with uh, some good double fine writing, even though it's not double fine writing, uh, uh, you, you check out Nights and Bikes. <clears throat> cool. Um, over on the PlayStation side, uh, I started downloading Spider-Man, so that's that's still going. Um, I'm transferring my games over. I, I really I paused on Ghost of Tsushima earlier this week because I was like, I should just wait for that PS5 version that's going to be there day one. It's going to be so good looking. Um, but I did play some Astrobot, and okay. and Astrobot is so cool. Holy so smokes! Is, it is. is Astrobot a game or a tutorial on how to use your system? Because it I saw a bit of it. And I was like, oh, this is just like teaching you how a controller works or something. No, nope, it definitely like kind of advertised itself as like this is a this is a show off the dual sense and like check yeah. out the new dual sense controller and it seems really like we are a tech demo, but it's a game. It's a full game. Oh, okay. Cool. It's a full game that just happens to be like really leaning into the controller stuff and the adaptive triggers are cool. Oh, it it's like they 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 do put attention. It, it almost feels like they like when the adaptive triggers are are being used in a, in a um in a tension mode or whatever. It almost feels mm. like they just put a whole bunch of sand in there and you have to kind of push through it. Like there's a graininess that you're pushing through. Oh, weird. Um, okay. And, yeah, the, and, the, and, cool. it, and you even yeah. get to a point where it like gives way and you push it the rest of it. So it almost feels a little bit like a tougher GameCube controller of like, because GameCube had that moment where yeah. you would push down and then it would like chunk, right? It was like, like a eh, click chunk. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. This one doesn't click. But yeah. this one, like you're pushing through sand and then it's like, oh, there's the rest of it. Got it. 
Um, Interesting. Huh. Uh, so that that's cool. Uh, the vibration, the vibration's cool too, but I don't think it's anything crazier than what we saw from like one two switch. Like they even do the thing where they're like they put a whole bunch of Astrobots in my controller and then told me to rotate it. And yeah, I felt them rolling around, um, yeah. just like I felt those marbles in that one game from one two <laughs> switch. Um, right. <laughs> I'm sure this will get used more, and it's it's got to be better tech than a Joy-Con. But the rumble didn't like cr- it wasn't super crazy. But they it is it is precise. Like you're doing a zipper and you're feeling each notch of that zipper like click into it um that's neat i like it even outside of the controller stuff though astrobot is just it's such a fun game like if you're a fan of playstation there are so many weird little secrets you'll find the whole time you're finding like artifacts and that's kind of like the like i don't know stars in a mario odyssey you're just, they just they're just in the environment you're going around and you find an artifact and the artifact is like hey do you remember the like playstation move gun holster that's this artifact do you remember the playstation 2's hard drive that's this artifact (laughs) i didn't even know that there was a playstation move pistol holster i'd never even seen that one before this like red looking thing um i finished the first world i got i unlocked the ps3 (laughs) i got a ps yeah i got and it's the original fat boy and he's just hanging out in in the PlayStation Labo area. It's also called Labo. Isn't that insane? That Isn't is that super weird? weird? They yeah, call it, they yeah, call it the La- they call it Labo. <laughs> <laughs> um there's there's lots of uh game uh yeah, game references. Uh Metal Gear Solid, there was a there was a robot in a box and when I punched it it made the sound. Okay. Um, there's a, a Resident Evil one. Uh there I saw I found an Uncharted le- reference. I, f- I found a, a Tomb Raider reference. I think it was called Dude Raider. Mm. he was in the background so i'm not 100 percent sure but i'm pretty sure it was called dude raider uh which i thought was very funny um <laughs> it's just a good game it's got some good uh platforming astrobot just continues to just be a a great platforming experience um which okay. i am very excited about as as someone that put the vr one on my top 10 list two or three years ago whatever that was um mm-hmm. i would love if astrobot just kind of continued to be this like Hey, we're going to make like Mario-esque platformers for the PlayStation. Like we're going to because I, I truly feel the, the, the level design and stuff they could punch up with Mario. Like I can't think of anything else platforming that is up there to that degree. Um, and hopefully they don't it's not they don't always make it like a tech demo because the last one was was kind of a tech demo for, for VR. Yeah. Yep. Someone in the chat, Kratos and boy are in a boat. Yeah, there's some robots with the Yeah. Yeah, first le- first thing you can find is, yeah, it's it's great. If you're just a PlayStation fanboy, there's a lot there to love. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm going to shout this forever. Don't look down on on Astro Boy because Astro Boy is serious business. Um, so I'm going to say, is Astro Boy the new Sackboy? I would like to say, is was Sackboy ever like the top tier platforming mascot for Sony? I don't think so. Uh, I would argue in the Little Big Planet one to two era, they kind of got it, and that was about it. So I, w- I would say yeah. they basically had it at the beginning of the PS3 era, and that's it. Yeah. 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 Um, that's that's pretty much all I've been playing. Do you guys have any other questions about the systems? I'm trying to think of it. The, the Xbox's controller feels real nice. The D-pad is real clicky, like it's a loud yes, D-pad because it's it's kind of like a circular one now. 
And as a result, when I was playing Tetris, I accidentally kept hitting up earlier than I would like to, um, which was a bit of a bummer. So I think there's a bit of an adjustment I have to get uh, on, on the new controller, uh, the D-pad specifically. I was hearing that uh, you can use a PlayStation 4 as like a sling box for the PlayStation 5 games and stuff like that. Do you know anything about that stuff? That sounded super the, interesting. To me. Like the remote sling play? box? Yeah, kind of. Like you would have like, say the PlayStation 4 in here connected to my computer. But like if the PlayStation 5 was in the living room, I could play like through like a remote play thing. Right. There is it does a have remote play, play on PS4. It, it straight up is like a, one of the icons. I I saw it last oh, night okay. when I was streaming. Hmm. Yeah, you can do that. I haven't done that myself. Uh, I read like a Kotaku article where someone said they were doing it and it was working fine for them. Um, cool. But yeah, the the new PlayStation controller is, is cool. It's it's wider than you'd think, um, but then it's like narrower, kind of down in the grips as you get to like your ring and, and pinky finger. Uh, than than you're probably used to. Yeah, I, I don't know. If I think of more stuff to mention about the consoles, I'll I'll, I'll mention them. Okay. I've just been downloading a lot. There's there's an ins- I'm literally drowning in games. There's so many games that I have access to right now with these console launches. It is it is absurd. Um but it's exciting. Oh, it's so fucking exciting. Um all right, let's do some news. Okay. Uh, last weekend, they announced that Mass Effect Remastered is a thing. Sure. It's been long Not enough. Heard. I'll jump back into those when that comes out next year. It was like their N7 day. So I think it was on the 7th, obviously. Yep. Mass Effect Legendary Edition coming next year. Consoles, PC. I don't think Switch was one of the consoles. No. Uh, which I was surprised to hear. Hmm. Spring 2021, yeah, Xbox One, PS4, PC, forward compatibility and enhancements for the Series X and PS5, remastered and optimized for 4K. Uh, I like the art, which is what I'm assuming is the cover art. I think that looks good. It's very Star Wars-y. It is, yes. Um, Includes uh, the Mass Effect trilogy, all single-player DLCs, better frame rate resolutions, overhaul textures, yada, yada, yada. Uh, so I guess it doesn't include Andromeda. Probably for good reason. <laughs> yeah. Part of me wants to like play through that because I didn't play through it entirely. <clears throat> um, as well as on N7 Day, Bioware announced that it's working on the next Mass Effect game. Okay. Shocking. Um, they didn't really say anything else that just that they are doing that. Whatever happened with that Baldur's Gate? That they announced like three years ago, two years ago. Baldur's Gate is out in early access. Or not Baldur's Gate, uh, Dragon Age. Sorry, Dragon Age. Oh, I have, I have not heard anything yeah. about Dragon Age. I would like to see what they're doing on that as well. <laughs> they I think don't mention it anymore. EA had a live stream this summer, right? I was one of the. I think so. And I think they showed like concept art. Yeah, they showed <clears throat> teaser images. Yeah. I think that was it. Anyways, there you go. Um, for Game Pass Ultimate subscribers, they are adding in a month of free Disney Plus. Uh, if you are not a Disney Plus subscriber, so you have to have not used uh, that service before. 
but sure just in time for yeah. mandalorian season two <clears throat> yeah paul are you watching that good. i am yo that second episode was awesome oh wow all right i thought that second episode was the worst one i was out gonna of say most people i've episode. heard have not liked episode two it was no it I was episode. fine but like it was the worst out of all of them by far I, oh man i thought it was super fun baby yoda got up to some crazy hijinks and those spiders were crazy the spiders were really yeah yeah that's the episode if you're arachnophobic at all holy crap do not watch that because i'm not and that was really tense that was weird those things are gross super gross for sure yeah um all right this next one was from our uh discord so i don't really know much about it but i pulled it for you guys i guess payday 2 is getting final dlc no it's out it came out yesterday is it I feel it like it's been at final DLC point for like years. Yeah, it came out yesterday. It's eleven dollars for four different things. Uh, I was going to look into this today, but I just got into pity mode about Demon Souls and just watched that all day. Um, it looks okay, I guess. I remember when they said after this Game of the Year edition, they're never going to release DLC for money again, and promptly did like four <laughs> for money after that so yeah it's payday um i just want that new game in a new i just want modernizations to that game i want to be able to like peek around corners using buttons i want to be able to ping stuff if to tell my dudes to go places i want basic shooter things so i want a new system i want the new one at this point now pay a three I want paid A3, yeah. Okay. That's got to be coming, right? Oh, they've said it's coming. I think so. They've been saying that for a long time. Apparently, the reason um, a buddy of mine was looking into, like, why this even exists, apparently they said because they need money to keep people going for paid A3. (laughs) So this is a money grab for whatever they can get to keep people going. For that alone, I might buy it, honestly. We'll see. But yeah, I guess that's kind of it for news. Not a whole lot of news because it was uh, the news was in the console. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I would assume news would kind of slow down at this point. Um, but we got a few games still to come, right? We got Cyberpunk if that ever does come. Yeah. I Whatever thought there was something Phoenix in like Rising. a week. Yeah, that's in the beginning of December. I thought there was like something I'm looking forward to next week. But They're actually on the same day. I doubt it's Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, but that's next week. It is. Yeah, that's the one I was maybe looking into. The problem I have right now with Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is simply that there's so many other things to play. I don't know that I would get to it. Yeah, that's fair. And since it's a Warriors game, it's not going to be short. It's going to be very long. <laughs> and like Immortals Phoenix Rising. Yeah, I'm looking forward to at some point, they say Scott Pilgrim vs. the World would be coming out in December, but no date was given to that. Who knows, man? I forgot all about that game. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Let's do some emails. Or some questions. Maybe both. Yeah. <clears throat> um, if you want to send one of those in, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. okay i'll read this first one from kevin i've recently come to appreciate typing games because it's 
It's fun playing a game using a real-world skill. What games make use of real-world skills? Every sim. Yeah, every sim. Microsoft Flight Simulator, truck driving kind of simulator. Uh, Football manager. For sure. (laughs) Football manager, yep. I was going to say rock band, just because it's pretty physical. I I mean, I guess the drums. Especially the drums. Yep, for sure. Um, I guess the keyboard's pretty close, too. Mm -hmm. The keyboard's probably the closest out of them all next to drums, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Singing. Karaoke games. The dancing games. Yep. That is definitely a real-world scale. Yep, for sure. Um, and a follow-up question. There are plenty of mindless action games on the market. On the other end of the spectrum, what are some action games that actually make you strategize in order to succeed? That make you? Oh, okay. Like tactics games? and I uh, guess, right? Yeah. I gotta reread that question. Action games that make you strategize. I mean... What about like Doom Eternal and stuff like that that make you, you just can't run and gun? You have to like actually, think yeah, your cut your fights through. That new DLC is so rough, um, but like, yeah, it's very much a uh, you have to know what the hell you're doing and when you need what, uh, like on the fly for sure. Otherwise, you're not getting through that shit. That's a very good one, actually. I think of a lot of. Um like team based shooters any kind anything that has a team multiplayer mode yeah um less so when it's just like um like a death match or whatever but i think of like overwatch you you got to you know work with your team yep. you got to be working off each other so i guess like hero shooters a lot of the time you you sure. got to kind of complement each other um you know, I think of uh, I think of Apex, obviously, and, and kind of coordinating with the map. Um, sure. Like every raid instance, MMOs are like stuff in like the division or I heard good things about Ghost of Tsushima's kind of raid stuff going on, too, where it's tailored for you to strategize with other people to beat it because it's actually yeah. impossible otherwise. Yeah, that it's yeah, it's pretty focused on on working together. Uh not the I can't talk about the raid, but in terms of the the co-op mode, yeah. Um mm. Siege is extremely Siege. um strategy focused and and tactical in in working together. Another uh you know, hero shooter. <clears throat> yep. All right. Kathleen writes in and says, "Hey guys, in all the promotional photos of the PS5 I've seen, they have it standing vertically." I don't think it'll fit in my entertainment center this way. Any word on the ability to lay it flat? For what it's worth, I'm planning to get eventually get the disc model. Yeah, Sean, this is actually one thing I did want to ask you about. Does it come with like a stand for you to prop it up sideways, or are you hooped and you have to have it vertical? So it can lay flat. Yeah. It comes with a stand that works in both flat mode and standing mode. Okay. Oh, it actually comes with the stand. Okay. Comes with the stand that you... uh, super easy to install in there's a little screw uh, i had to just use like a quarter to like screw it to the bottom and yes i have mine standing up and it's a uh, totally secure okay uh their second question is i recently purchased a renewed slash refurbed uh nintendo 64 
I have, I'm having an issue with Pokemon Stadium. The image floats up the screen. The screen goes black for a couple seconds and then corrects itself. This only happens w- with this game, and it happens every time the game transitions to a static image, such as a menu. Any ideas on what's happening or how to fix? I tried to clean the cartridge. No luck. Well, if you already cleaned the cartridge, that's the main thing. Uh, I, do, I think it's so funny that we have like a tech support question. Well, I'm just trying this to think of this right now. Like, if that, it, like, when that happens, usually it is like a, a refresh. I think issue with the system. Uh, okay. One thing you could try doing, I'm sure you already tried, is reseeding the cords to see if that does anything. Uh, it, okay, hang on, hang on. For the layman, what is reseeding the cords? Unplugging it and putting it back in. Oh, okay, okay. Do you think this is a, a cartridge issue or, or a system issue? More more likely to be... If it's only one game, I would say it's more likely to be a cartridge issue. Yeah. But if yeah, they've already cleaned it, uh, probably the other way around then. Because there's definitely more games that do that exact same thing that the uh, stadium does, where it's just a static image. So it should be being repeated on multiple games at that point. It's a little weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you got to isolate if it's an issue. I wonder if it, if it could even be a cord issue and you just don't have like the AV cables in properly or all the way or something like that, too, because that can mess with the signals. But again, that should only be happening. That should be happening on multiple games, not just Pokemon <clears throat> Stadium. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm wondering if, if this is the only N64 game they have. Maybe. I'm just, I'm just mm. trying to think. You got to isolate what the issue is. Yeah. Um, if it. Yeah, because if it is only like happening possible- in a stadium with like, well, they, they, they know, say this only happens with this game, which implies multiple games. Oh, you're right. You, they do say yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. And, so you got to bring that cartridge to a friend's house and try out on their N64. That, if that's possible. Is, yeah, that yeah. actually might be your only option at this point. Try it on a different person's thing. If it happens there, it's the cartridge. If it doesn't happen, it's your system. But the problem think, is, that, no matter what the res- result is, I don't know what to suggest. All I can suggest is trying another clean on the cartridge, make sure yeah. the connectors are clean in the actual like uh, N64 itself, and that's about it. I think I think that w- it's also easier said than done because like who has their N64 out? Like, I guess if, if yeah. my friend asked me to do that, I'd be like, I don't have that thing in a place I could set it up for. I don't even think I have a TV I could plug it into right now. Um, and I mean, I could definitely, and then, you know, with, them. <laughs> but sure, there's a, there's a pandemic. Yeah. There's so, also know, that if, also if you have like a gaming store or a center that kind of does like anything like that, maybe ask them if they could help out too. They might be able to, you'd have to have in. like a retro gaming store. Cause like yeah. TV games would not be able to help you. Yeah. No, 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 no. But like video go game traders here would, could probably go, help you. Go to the, um, what's the helps center in Best Buy? Oh, the nerd center oh, or whatever? The Geek Squad? squad. Nerd Squad. Geek Squad. Yeah, Geek Geek squad. Squad. Go to the Geek Squad, tell them this exact thing, and ask them to help you out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and then they'll be like, oh, yeah, sure. And they'll pull out an N64 and blow the dust off of it and and also remove the skeletal hand that was on top of it. Um, <laughs> and then they'll, they'll plug it in and they'll, get, they'll figure it out for you. Yeah. All right, was that both questions? Yes, it was. Okay, uh, Sukusuka writes in and says, what is, in your opinion, the best monologue in video gaming? Uh, I would probably say I really like any Metal Gear one. 
President Eve. Armstrong, or sorry, Senator Armstrong is real good. Yeah. Uh, Liquid Snakes. Any, any, literally anyone in Metal Gear Solid 2 because they all monologue. Yeah, Solidus' monologue is very good. Uh, what did you yeah, say, Matt? Matt, Matt there's a strong one, yeah. Uh, Eve's uh, recording on who the boss was and like why she defected to the Russians and it's the ending of that game in a mm. snake eater is extremely good. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but metal gear is a good answer. Uh, next part of the question as a kid, I didn't know what RPG meant. Uh, so I thought super Mario RPG was something like super Mario's really profound game. <laughs> Have you ever got an acronym confused before? Yes, uh, probably. Yes, yeah, probably. I, I don't. I don't. <clears throat> and I don't necessarily think I like made something up. I think I've gotten it confused before because it could have been something else. I'm just trying to think of like specifics. Yeah, I don't have all you kids these days not head. using words anymore. Always mm-hmm. texting your acronyms. Yeah, I can't think of a specific example, but I know it's happened. Uh, yeah. Follow-up question involving Super Mario RPG. That stupid missable chest. How do you feel about missable content like that? Fucking stupid. But stupid all RPGs do this. All RPGs do this, which is annoying. Really? I was going to say, I feel like missable content is rarer and rarer these days. Like devs nope, are designing Pretty much that. any RPG will do it. Yeah, I mean, I don't have any, a great example, but uh, yeah, I'm not a fan for sure. Um, yeah. Or games that like lock you out once you get to like an end game part of it or something. Yeah. Some kind of situation like that uh, is, is a bummer. But like I said, I feel like more so and more so devs are designing around being able to like continue from where you left off after you beat the boss, the final boss and yada, yada. Yeah, sure. the uh, the one the one in Super Mario RPG is especially egregious because they don't teach you. Uh, they like at, you can miss the tutorial to teach you about missable like treasure chests uh, before you find the one that you can you you can miss, and then the item that shows you where they are, like at least in what room they're in, is so far into the game, like you would never think of how to get it. And then when you find out it's just like a weird, like boosted jump that you get one chance at is absolutely stupid. That is really so that one's especially stupid. egregious. That one sounds pretty yeah. useful. So that does suck. The, the, yeah. the annoying thing is it's not that. Uh, it's not that useful an item. It's just a frog coin. But like the game tracks, I believe, all your all the hidden chests you found. So it's just like, oh, you're missing one. You're missing one. Go find the one. Oh, yeah. Yep, that sucks. Especially like, especially because I like to look around a lot. So if I miss it, like there better be a goddamn good reason. <laughs> like it better be a really good secret that or something. But yeah, that sounds terrible. I just remembered another another weird PlayStation Five quirk before I read this next question. When I was going to move my <clears throat> games from the PS4 to the PS5. You can't copy them. You have to move. You can only move them, mm-hmm. um, which is a bummer because I would have liked to have them on both. Just oh just yeah, why not? Um, 
So I moved a bunch of stuff onto the hard drive. Like I moved like five games that I thought maybe I will play these again or yes, I will definitely play these soon. <clears throat> when I went to move them onto the PS5, it won't let me move Horizon Zero Dawn. I hate oh. when systems keep things tied because it's like tied to like the your account or like the the system specifically. That was an issue with the original Xbox. They just didn't want you to move the file at all. Well, I, I um. could move it. I could move it onto the external. I just can't put it onto the PS5. Huh? Weird. It doesn't tell you why? <laughs> no, it's just I have an option of like, here are the games that you can delete on the external, and it's all five of them. Yeah. And then I go, okay, give me the list of games that you can move. And it's only four of them are there. And Horizon's not is the one that's not on that list. Weird. Hmm. Interesting. And because it's no longer on my PS4, that now means I have, I'm going to move those four games. And then I got to redo all the wires to get the PS4 back so that I can move it back onto the PS4. Or I just format this hard drive and Horizon's gone until the next time I want to download the whole thing. I mean, that might be the answer, unfortunately. <laughs> that one I do have the disc for. I might try putting the disc in and seeing what happens. Like, is, is it just that? Because that one has to be backwards compatible, right? They, yeah, they were saying we got 99% of them. That one has to be one of them. There's no way yeah. that was one of the games. It's not. <clears throat> yeah, All right. Really next weird. question. VGC Kenny writes, if you had a podcast feed for a project called TDP minus, what would be on it? Oh, every week <laughs> it would be only one of our audio tracks. <clears throat> one of them missing. So, <laughs> so it, would, the it would just be a summary yeah. of the previous episode. Yeah. What would okay. be worse? Like, I actually think, I actually think two of our audio tracks would be worse because you could kind you could kind of say to yourself, maybe I can get through this, but it would yeah. suck. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would essentially just be Garfield minus Garfield, but for TDP. Sure. <laughs> People like Garfield minus Garfield. Yeah, I do like Garfield minus Garfield. That is, yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe there's something there. Maybe maybe there's something to that because I could easily make that. Yeah. That is, that's an easy that's an easy thing I could just crank out. That's like night of we could upload it the minute we're offline. <laughs> that would not be a hard thing to put together. Oh. Um, this is such a bad idea. It's, yeah, it's yeah, really, it's really bad. bad. What about. OK, here's one. What if it's so it's the episode again, but they were we removed every natural break between words. Oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. So there, it's so it's, it's as if someone like was transcribing it and never hit the space bar, Ugh. or or like a period and no punctuation. <laughs> I hate everything about this. That yeah, would be real be bad, terrible. right? That would yeah. not be good. It's like those compilations of like different podcasts or YouTubers or whatever, where it's that person, but all the words are taken out and all it is is them like sucking in air to start a sentence over and over just like so like anxiety <laughs> inducing yeah that kind of sound yeah yeah god <laughs> i'm trying to think of like something that you you might like that is that would be unique what if it was just like here's every time someone laughed in an episode each yeah. week we took out That'd all the unique. laugh we didn't take them out we copied all the laughs and here is a like seven and a half minute audio chunk of three people at rent just just laughing at weird times 
so back to back. Super Stodge actually has the answer. Only the chit chat, none of the game content. The problem is, is if we put that out, nobody will listen to the actual show because that's the best. <laughs> one. That's true. That'll get way more popular, probably. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. We can't do that. No, we can't. You gotta you gotta earn the chit chat. You have to listen yeah. to ten minutes of Astrobot talk. <laughs> sure. <clears throat> All right, follow-up question. Are you the type of person who doesn't choose rude dialogue options because it would make the characters sad? No. <laughs> yes. Okay. Sad? I don't know. Make them seem like an asshole? Maybe. I just Probably. don't I, I just don't want to be mean. I don't want I don't want to be mean. Yeah, to I can people. feel I can feel that. I can feel no, that. No, some of those characters need to be hit around a little bit. Some of them are terrible. But it's like it's going to bite you in the in the butt, especially if you're playing like, you know, like a telltale adventure game. You just know if you're being rude to this dude, somehow you're going to it's going to come back on you. Yeah, that's the point of the games is to have a different experience than you. Sure. Sure. Yeah, (laughs) I might do it on a second playthrough, but I always just played like the nice person. Hmm. But that's the that's that's when that's a that's the good writing is when you can't yeah. tell what is the good answer, what is the good totally. response. Yep. That's the good writing. Yep, totally. Okay, Lineback asks, what do you think will be the next big step slash evolution in podcasting? And it's kind of been done or has is being done, I'm not really sure. Will Smith uh kind of did like a show in VR or whatever for yeah, a while. I was gonna say I VR is definitely the does. next step. Yeah, yeah. Tested has done that a, a couple of times. I was gonna say because I had no idea. I was gonna ask what were the last big steps? Like what are the what are the big steps for podcasts? Video, Animal Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing. Yeah, you mean yep. you mean like Animal Talking? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't. Okay, I was gonna for say everybody, like it was probably live shows though, video and live shows because before live, that it was live, just live was probably big. I was thinking, and maybe maybe this isn't one like when podcasts started becoming like actually monetizable. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Patreon. Mm-hmm. Only yeah. fans. Probably All that sort of Only stuff. fans was huge for podcasts. Yep. Um, Cause it's like, Hey, this is what I look like. But if you want to hear my personality, check out my podcast. Yeah. That, that was good. A lot exactly. of promo there. Yeah. Um, uh, second question. So the VR is like the listener would just like sit in like a room with like us as we I don't know what ignored it is. them and talked to each other. I never like, did you ever see what his thing was? He had a whole like show that he did in VR, but I never looked into it because I didn't have VR, so I didn't care. Are you talking about the Foo show? I think so. Yeah, he still does that. And I, I've, I've seen like giant bomb playing in it. And yeah, you're just kind of hanging around and you get to like interact with like the game world and stuff. Um, okay. but that was, that's more of like an interactive thing as opposed to you kind yeah. of watching a show. Cause they do do like VR movies. That's, I mean, that's, that's another thing you can kind of do if you want. Sure. Um, and there's even stuff on like YouTube where you can, uh, like watch like a, like a ballet dance and you can kind of walk around, the ballet people like you're just like this figment on the stage that people are kind of are going through hmm. uh second question lately i've been getting the f- nagging feeling people are far more interested <coughs> for new characters in smash than actually playing smash itself do you think there's any yeah. merit to this feeling yeah that's 100 percent it 
that's that's a hundred percent it. People yeah. just want to see their favorite franchise represented. They don't necessarily want to play as it. Let me tell you about a little game called Skate Four. Yeah, Skate, Skate 4, Four is not is, going to sell well. Skate it's everyone not, wants no one's Skate going Four to buy Skate Four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. I'm still surprised that that worked, um, and I am so curious how Skate Four will sell. Because um, I bet you, like, I'm going to guess forty percent of the people that typed hashtag Skate Four on something have never played a skate game. Probably, yeah, you're probably right. I mean, I got my skating game. I got the remake of Tony Hawk, so I'm fine. I don't give a fuck. Sure, yep. I wonder if anyone was like, oh yeah, no, I love posting Skate 4. That's that's one of my things. I'm known as, you know, at this school, I'm the guy that posts Skate 4. Yeah. And then he played Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 plus 2, and he's like, I don't like playing <laughs> skateboarding video games. <laughs> oh no. Is this what Skate yeah. 4 is going to be? <laughs> Well, luckily, no. It'll be very different. Yeah, that, 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 there, there's the twist. Someone was like, well, actually, no, it's Skate 4 is like Skate's a lot harder and it's kind of more precise. Oh, perfect. Good. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah I, I didn't like how unrealistic this was. Yeah. Why are all these skateboarders old? They look I, old, man. I like how that went full circle around to the guy doesn't even know what Skate is, but he actually wants it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Character. He learned. It was, it was a it was learning a weird experience. experience. <laughs> yeah. Is that Tony Hawk? Um, Are you Tony Hawk? Uh, Before we move on, I just wanted to mention this other um, news topic that I totally forgot. Sure. Uh, Some former Telltale devs are remastering the original Sam and Max. And that got me excited. Yeah, that's neat. Because hell yeah, those games are... Sam and Max back. Yeah, Sam and Max, classic duo. Sure. Yeah, it's it's like Sam and Max... And then just above it is peanut butter and jelly. Oh. Mm. Name a more classic duo than Sam and Max. Peanut butter and jelly. Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. Okay. Sure. Sure. They are like the peanut butter. Oh, you have to pick a different one because I said said peanut butter and jelly. (laughs) Oh, all right. You can't say peanut butter and chocolate. Batman and Robin. Bill and Ted. Batman and Robin. Okay. All right. There's a lot of duos now that I think about it. There's yeah. a lot of classic duos. Laurel and, and one Hardy, of them is Rich Cassie and the Sundance Kid. You got Calvin and Hobbes in the chat. Calvin and Hobbes. Oh, yeah. Who is Wayne and Garth? What? Oh no. Someone said Wayne and Garth in the chat. Oh. What yeah, is that? from Wayne's World. Okay, I've not seen the Wayne's World. Topdownperspective at gmail.com if you want to write in to Sean <laughs> specifically. Get him to watch Wayne's World. I'm not above it. I'm not saying I'm I won't surprised. watch Wayne's World. I'm surprised. Here's a good one. This might not be a classic, but it's it's big in my heart. Uh, <laughs> Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. There you go. Yeah, they're good. And I only really brought that up because I wanted to mention they have a new show out on Amazon. Yeah, I know. Oh, it's being advertised on every Twitch stream I've clicked on. Yeah. Yep. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's everywhere. I watched episode yeah, one. I, I, liked, I like it. I okay. want to watch more of that. Yeah, I'm going to check that one out, I think. Penn and Teller. Yeah, that's a really good one. Sure. All right. Dead in Sky, uh, or Dead in Sky, either way. After reading some comments about The Last Guardian today where people either loved it or hated it, it got me thinking. What is the most divisive game on the outgoing generation? 
For clarification, this is considered PS4 and Xbox One generation as the terms of current and last gen are being redefined this week. So I guess we're skipping like Switch, basically. Sure. Okay, how about how about <laughs> Randy Pitchford and USB sticks with magic on them? I was going <laughs> to say Death Stranding, but yes. Death Stranding? Oh, for You either really games. loved it or you really hated it. Oh, I'm talking about classic duos. <laughs> is that a classic duo? Yes. Death Stranding okay. is a classic duo. <laughs> Hideo Kojima and a budget. And Hollywood. Classic duo. Hollywood clout. I'm going to quickly just read <laughs> this question because I was busy uh, <laughs> thinking. <clears throat> it's okay, we'll wait. <laughs> okay, so of of the PS4 and Xbox One generation. Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I actually agree with uh John. I think Death Stranding is a really good one. Death Stranding is up there. I don't know a lot of people that like hate Last Guardian. Yeah, I don't, I don't think know many I know people that like that Matt Last Guardian. True. I think everybody's kind of meh on it. I would I would say I am kind of on the positive side of meh. Like I think that game is fine. Yeah, sure. But like the hype was divisive weird. would be people either give it like a one or two out of ten or a nine or ten out of ten, right? Like it has to. Yeah, you can. That'd be like the deadly premonition feeling, basically. Which, oh no, that's not last generation. So yeah, yeah that would be. But so it doesn't yeah. count. But that's my point. Yeah. Mm. I think Death Stranding is like a really good answer. I think yeah. it's it, honestly. Oh yeah, The Last of Us Two, even though that was this year. I think that still counts here, maybe. Are people hating that game? Yeah. Outside of just being, like, weirdly sexist? Yeah. Yeah, outside of that, some people just hate it. Okay. I feel like the only hate I heard was just, like, dirtbags, as opposed to, like, actually having criticisms. No, there's definitely criticisms for that game. Uh, Okay. I don't think it's more divisive than Death Stranding. Well, yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Death Stranding so. was uh, very much a I fucking hate this or I really love this. <laughs> a lot of people were on either side. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. Question two. Have you ever inserted a fake question into the list of pulled questions for TDP to see what a co-host reaction would be? If not, feel free to use this as an opportunity to do so. No. No. I have thought about it, but no. Have you? I would just ask. <laughs> like, I wouldn't put in a fake question. I would just ask you guys. That's, that's, the, that's the other thing. Yeah, why wouldn't we just ask it? Like, are we going to ask something mean? Yeah. Like, what? <clears throat> All right. And third question. There was an adapter that allowed you to use a controller on any system you own. What controller would you attach it to? Uh, 8-Bit Doe literally makes these. Yeah, and I is use Is the question, it, what's your favorite controller? Controller. I think that is yeah. actually pretty much the question, yeah. I think my favorite is the Xbox One controller. Right now, I would probably say either Xbox One or Switch Pro. PS4, without a doubt. Switch Pro's D-pad is not great. I've had no problems with mine. Okay. I've. I've yeah. But, you know, Xbox One, I would probably edge it there 
I also prefer the button placements on the Xbox, like where the A, B is. Oh, flipped, I guess, yeah. Yeah. But they are they're they are quite similar. Xbox has the rumble triggers though. You don't got that on the Switch Pro. I don't care. <laughs> oh, you gotta play some more Forza. Here <laughs> I hear Forza Horizon 4 looks fantastic on the Series X. I don't know if I want to download 90 gigs just to try it out for a second, but I just hear it looks extremely oh, you will. good. You will. I don't know. <laughs> At I, some point. I really don't know. <laughs> um okay, is it me? Uh, uh yes. Yes. Oh, Paul, did you say a controller? Your favorite controller? Yeah, PlayStation 4, without a doubt. Maybe PS5 when uh, I get one on my hands on that. Who knows? Yeah, I would, like, between the two, I would almost just kind of default to maybe the 5. Again, I haven't played a ton with it yet, but just because it has all the bonus stuff and everything so, else is, like, the same. Here's the problem with it, is that that stuff will be great for PlayStation 5 games. I use a controller on PC, so, like all those cool things will likely not be a thing for me for most games. Sure. Yeah, no, that's I mean, it'll work on the PC, but yeah, they won't do like right. adaptive stuff on the PC for me. It's if I'm using a controller rather than keyboard and mouse, it's because I want a good D pad and I've always liked PlayStation D pads the most. So. Rasterman seven. Have you ever grown out of a creator's content after following it for many years? Yeah. Yeah. And then it gives it happens example. all the time. Yep. That happens, I think, with everything and everyone. Sure. Okay. I guess that's okay. Decoy Troy, he says. That was a quick one. <laughs> that That's just evolving personal taste. Like, that happens to everyone. I, I mean, I've started watching a person on Friday, gone through all, like, a bunch of their shit, and then forget about the Monday. That's just how it goes sometimes. It's fine. Decoy Troy writes, now that the internet is easily accessible, the playground secret is a thing of the past. Usually a fake secret way to unlock a secret character, a level that doesn't exist. Let's pretend you could reasonably get a new playground secret out there without it getting debunked immediately. Choose a popular game and make some secret. Make a secret that some dumb kid is likely to fall for. So it has to be a secret that is like clearly not real, right? Sure, yeah. Okay, I would I would make it for Minecraft or Fortnite. I would yep. make it for Minecraft or Pokemon, yeah. Yep. Or ro- or Roblox. Which Pokemon? Roblox. <laughs> uh probably the current one. I would make something like if you go and turn on all the TVs in all of uh the new region you can unlock a playable version of the original Pokemon game, and if you beat that, you get the you get a new legendary. Sure, that's a good one. Yeah, um, I, with Minecraft, I'd probably be like if you dig like ten million levels deep, <laughs> you find Minecraft two. <laughs> You'll find Frog Fractions two. You'll find whatever was inside of Pila Molyneux's cube game what was that called curiosity curiosity and the winner got like they got like royalties royalties off their next game or something yeah which i don't even know they got to be a designer in some way or something yeah they became the god of the beginning god of their new game which i think like dictated like the flow of the game or something like that i forget exactly 
Did it actually happen? Did like yes, maybe. I, re- I need to read the like Kotaku article where it's like here is everything that happened with that whole thing. Here's the timeline. That yeah. was a weird ass. Right, thing. Let's see here. Yeah, it was. It's got a wiki article. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean it makes sense. It was weird enough, dude. While he's looking this up, uh, Paul, what is uh, what's your secret? <sighs> okay, what's a big game this year? In Animal Crossing, there's a certain island okay. you can go to to get unlimited something. I don't That's know. That's good. What, yeah, no, with like the um, with the tickets, it's like you have a one in a, a one hundred thousand chance of going to like a super special island. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't uh, know what people are looking for in that game, but that's what you can get. Yeah, yeah. Billions. John, of. who's the really popular uh, islander that everyone wanted? The cat guy, Raymond. Raymond. And it and there's two Raymonds there. You can get two Raymonds for your island. Ooh. Yeah. I found the thing on uh on uh Curiosity. Please. On May 26, 2013, 22 cans of Peter Molyneux announced via Twitter that the last layer had been removed and the cube had been opened, revealing the prize video to the winning player that had removed the final layer. The winner was identified as Edinburgh resident Brian Henderson, who was given the option to either keep the contents of the cube to himself or share it with the public. He uh, apparently opted to share the prize. According to the video that Henderson saw in 22 Cans post on YouTube the day that the experiment ended, the contents inside the cube included the ability to be the sole all-powerful digital god within 22 Cans' upcoming release of Goddess and to, heap, uh, to reap a small portion of all of the incoming revenue that is brought in by the game. However, as of January 2015, Henderson has received little to no contact with 22 Cans, and in light of the recent departures from the studio, along with lasting issues of, with multiplayer, Henderson likely won't be able to collect any portion of the game at all, and once he does, it will only be for six months, or even less if another player overthrows him, who will then take a portion of the profits. Speaking to The Guardian, Molyneux explained that the person in charge of keeping in contact with Henderson left the company, and no one was ever reassigned the position, an act which what? Molyneux <laughs> called inexcusable. Upon learning about, hang on, there's one last sentence. Upon learning about the controversy, indie publisher Devolver Digital and developer Roll7 decided to include Henderson as a non-playable character in their release, Not a Hero. Great. Okay. Hey, John, are you excited for that Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory game? Uh, not really. Maybe. I don't know. You're the Kingdom Hearts guy in my mind now. So Great. Great. I, I mean, I, I, I love Theatrhythm, and that apparently is just Theatrhythm, uh, with different gameplay and different music. Doesn't that come out, like, now? Like, today or I, something? Someone, I thought, said it was already out, but I didn't see it when I went to EV today, so... Okay. I also don't remember what the hell it's called. Melody of something. Uh, Melody of Memory. Melody of Memory. Oh, yeah, Kingdom Hearts Mom. Yeah. Uh, October 14th. It came out a month ago. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> well, 79% on Metacritic. Okay. 81 on Switch and uh, no, re- only one review for Xbox One. And that one is November 12th, apparently. Great. Today? All right. Actually, yeah, come to think of it, uh, most of these reviews do seem to be Oh yeah, no, it was it was misdated. Uh, November thirteenth is apparently when it comes out. Oh, tomorrow I got that October okay. date. Yeah, so I don't know where the hell it got that date from. 
Okay. Uh, whose question is this? Is it still mine? Oh, uh, you have a uh, second one. Okay, right here. Yeah, I think it's me. Yeah. What's yeah, a game you can me. think of that pushed a console to its limits without sacrificing the quality of the game? Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Yeah. I always think one. of kind of anything Naughty Dog does. Yeah. Yep. They just seem to like just like figure out the the PlayStation better than like every other developer. I would say the same for really Kojima. Show, yep. Really show what that thing can do. Um, like Uncharted Four looks like fantastic. Yeah, good answers. But yeah, no Last of Us Two. Like it's crazy that that's a PS4 game as well. Yep. I would love to see Breath of the Wild on like a more powerful console, though. That would be awesome. Yeah, full 4K. Yep, yep. Uh, Hebrew Lantern writes in and says, design the personal hell for one or both of your co-hosts, as in what you would do to design it. Oh, this is easy. Every single game Sean plays or is excited for is just the Warriors version of that. <laughs> so, so like, oh, I'm really excited for uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. No, Valhalla Warriors is what you're getting. <laughs> Every single game, yeah. and it should be like um, like a, like a weird Midas touch thing of like when I when I put, pick up the game, I just see the box art change. Burnout Warriors. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God. Oh, that's just mean. Now you can't even revisit the old games <laughs> that you liked. Yeah. But so I can probably still watch people play the regular games as long as I don't touch them. Which would also yeah. just suck. <laughs> yeah. As long as you don't play them. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. I feel like John has designed his own personal hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you thought the same fucking thing. Uh. <laughs> I'm trying to think of something specific. I, I think maybe for John's, it would be something like his games run fine. And then ju- like a- a- just as he's about to like finish the last boss or last stage, they break like completely break. That's his life though. Yeah. That, that <laughs> happens on the regular. Yeah. But, but you just go back and play them again. Don't you? Usually. I'm just saying you can never go back and play it again. I like how you basically what you basically described was the uh, the anti piracy measure for Earthbound. Like you got to the final <laughs> boss, the game crashed and wiped your save. That's what yeah, it does. Basically that. Yeah. That would suck. That would suck for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, that one's harder. I mean, his personal hell would probably have something more to do with like the audio is never right when he streams or something. Like Oh, don't worry, that's that, happening already thanks to Windows <laughs> Update, so I guess so. Yeah, that's the thing is that everything I could design, technology has designed for me <laughs> to make it a reality. Uh, or how, what if it was like there's a little bit of input lag, but it keeps changing how much? Oh, my God. That's you know so what? good. That one would be frustrating. So you can't even like get used to it. <laughs> that's so good. Every game I play has ice physics. With varying <laughs> yeah, yeah. degrees of ice physics. <clears throat> 
Astrobot has an ice portion of its first stage. It actually runs really fine, and Astrobot goes into this sweet, like, skating animation. I was pleasantly surprised. <clears throat> Paul's would be easy. Um, any game he's excited for ends up being mediocre. Yeah, man. It's unfortunately yeah, that also like that. Everyone. And that's unfortunately the hell I do live in a lot of times. <laughs> like every game is just kind of okay. Oh, I think mine would be hard because I as well am in hell <laughs> every day. So I'm just trying to think. Is there something that would just kind of suck for you? What if every game, what Midas Touch style, you went to play it and it turned into just like a cricket game? The- <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I would probably just watch games like you. I would do the same thing. It's like, well, I guess this is yeah. how I enjoy things now. Yeah, that's actually, as I was saying it, though, that might be kind of interesting because I would love to see like, oh, what is a Demon Souls uh, cricket game? What? What is that, what even is that? Yeah, no, in a way, it would actually be kind of interesting. I thought of what another one Spider-Man for Spider-Man Miles Morales cricket game. I thought I think Sean's the easiest one to def- uh, design hells for. Another one for think, you would be anything. Right that you're about to like partake in it's just spoiled for you as soon as you start it movie tv show i mean that would upset any of us i feel on that one that would that would suck yeah Yeah. that one would that one would apply for me too i feel it depends on the movie that would get me for movies i think i don't care about knowing tv shows or games where they go usually movies it would be hard all right, custom SC. If you could have an original movie prop from your favorite live action movie, what would that prop be? I want the Megazord from Power Rangers, the movie. Okay, is that your favorite movie? No. Uh, yeah, I can't really think. Oh, the Robocop armor is. from Robocop, or like, oh, that'd be good. Yeah, or like a piece of Nakatomi Plaza from Die Hard, you know, something like that. Man. One of the things I would want isn't like a thing because it's probably just like a dowel or something with green on it. But the weird pixely sword that uh, Gideon uses in Scott Pilgrim, the movie, would be oh, so yeah. fucking dope. But sure. that's that's yeah. not real, obviously. No. Um, I have like a like a. Rep, like not a replica like a basically a, a, a halloween costume version of captain america's shield on my wall i would love yeah. like a battle damaged one from one of those movies yeah it would even be cool i think in one of the last either the last avengers or the one before that his or maybe it was a captain america movie i can't remember but the shield breaks that's that's the avengers like a, end game and he only has like a chunk of it i would love like the two pieces and i would also put them on my wall with like yeah. a bit of space in between how cool would that be that's so that fucking pretty cool. neat Oh, now I'm just thinking about if you like backlit it so some like light came through. Yeah, it'd be oh, that, really cool. That would look so awesome. Holy smokes. Oh, I would love like a blaster replica from like Star Wars or something. I thought I've always thought those look so cool. Sure. What about just a life size Wookiee? No. Uh, no, those things are big. I do not want one of those. <laughs> well, you picked the Megazord. Yeah, but you that's I'm assuming it's usable. Okay, <laughs> size doesn't matter as long as you can drive it. Yeah, fuck yeah. You tell me well, you wouldn't you want to do a walking mech? Maybe the Wookiee's usable as a friend. Like, it's a Wookiee. Usable as a friend. Usable as a friend. 
All right. Mashed Potato says, after watching John stream Among Us and playing it, I realized my color blindness made the game unfun sometimes. Looking in the settings for the phone app, there doesn't seem to be a colorblind option there. What settings or changes would you add to games to make them more enjoyable for people with disabilities? Oh, just uh, a heads up. They're actually they're adding that in to Among Us. They are. Yes. I would assume so. Uh, colorblind mode should be in every single game ever. Yep. Honestly. This is this is a little hard because like none of us have disabilities, so it's kind of hard to like specifically be like, oh, you need this. I can say stuff like subtitles make it so you can change the like, yeah. the UI to whatever size you want. Those are some pretty obvious ones, but I bet a lot of the answer is going to be like whatever that, you know, that Xbox like adaptive controller thing can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I barely know what the scope of that thing can do is because I, I don't need to know it, uh, luckily. Um, text-to-speech, uh, like Tenmar says, is great. If you need text-to-speech, that would be really good. Um, Remapping buttons. Remapping button that should just be a given for sure. But yes, remapping buttons, uh, difficulty stuff um, for people who don't have like fast reflexes or something. They should be able to play a game with like cool story and puzzles in it, and like turn the combat down all the way, and maybe the puzzle stuff all the way up if they want to. Or so I read. Assassin's Creed does that. You can like you can you can toggle the difficulties of like every aspect of those games to yep. what you would like them to be. Which that's super cool. Yeah, that should um, just be. I also saw the um, PS5. I think you can set like a default. I want all my games to be set to like normal difficulty, so you don't even have to like select it. Or if you want everything okay. to just be set to hard difficulty, which that seems kind of cool too. Sure. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. All right. Which means we're ending with TC Golden's uh, the last two video games you played combine to make a big collab game. What is it? Family Feud Warriors. Oh my god, that's hilarious! I kind of <laughs> want that. I kind of want that. <laughs> is it families fighting, or are they doing the game show? It's in they're some way? they're like, fighting, is- and then they have to fight to get to the podium to answer the question. And if they get it wrong, they get attacked okay. by giant bosses. Sure. Okay. So mine would be Astrobot and Apex. Okay. So I I guess it's some kind of battle royale. But it's Astrobot platforming, which that actually sounds like pretty cool. A, a platforming battle royale. That does. That's sound Mario cool. Thirty Five. Yeah. yeah, but I'm kind of I'm trying to think of like it's it's like a polygonal 3D world, and you're all on the one map. You're also describing Soviet jump game. Okay, that sounds like a good game. Oh, I guess my last two were Doom Eternal I played last night, and I played that new Fall Guys update. So Doom Eternal Fall Guys, which just sounds great. Killing all those motherfuckers that try to hold me at the beginning of every stage. Mm-hmm. I'm so in. That new update's fine, by the way. That new map sucks. <laughs> there's one new map? That's the update? There's one. Well, there's one, and they added a bunch of variations. They made it so that... You now have username, so you're no longer Fall Guy random number. You are. Oh, they finally fixed that. You are now random noun, random noun, random noun, whatever the oh, randomizer come on. does. 
So I'm Wait, like magic smiling. The PlayStation cat? is just your PSN name. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, that makes sense. It's, it's just the Steam version that has that weird naming mechanic. Oh, that is super odd. Because of hackers. Hackers in my fall, guys. I just want to enjoy. I, I just remembered I played through um, Bright Memory on the Series X. I don't like that game very much. I mean, it's very short. It's a tech demo, basically. It is. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll see what Bright Memory Infinite's like. Sure. All right, that's going to do it for questions. Oh, John, did you say you're too? Yes, you did. Yep. Um, that's it for questions. If you want to send in a question for next week, it's topdownperspective at gmail.com, at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What's your game of the week? I guess Hyrule Warriors. Maneater. I'm going to give it to Tetris Effect Connected. Um, that's about it. Was I supposed to do a Patreon thing? Yeah. Uh, people are supposed it's, it's, to are, give us suggestions. Stuff? Yeah. Okay. Then I will do that after this episode. If, if you are a, a proper tier, submit a game for the poll next week, right? Poll would be next week. Yep. That's right. Otherwise, uh, we will see you back next week. Hopefully, John has a PS5 by then. Let's all cross our fingers for him. Maybe Tuesday. We'll see. We'll see. Bye, guys. Bye.